ditty about Homer and Marge. Her heart was as big as his stomach was large. Oh yeah, they say love goes on. Long after the grilled cheese sandwich is gone. Hey, hey, kids, we're a couple of annoyed grunt boys, and this is the 138th Simpsons Podcast. Hey, kids, it's annoyed grunt boy Craig. And if this is your first time listening to the 138th Simpsons Podcast, or maybe you've listened to it before, either way, welcome and thank you. What you're about to listen to is the beginnings of this podcast. Now, like many podcasts, when they start out, it might sound a little shaky. The audio quality isn't great, but hopefully the content is. And hopefully you guys will stick around and listen to other episodes because it does get better. Again, thank you and welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the 138th Simpsons Podcast. I am half the host, Craig. And I'm the other half host, Steve. We are two happy hosts of the podcasts. Yes. <laughs> sort of a pun on the title of the episode we're going to be reviewing a little bit later. But before we do that, let's get down to the week in review, Steve. Any little news for us? Uh, not much. I'm going directly from this record to a concert with our mutual friend uh, Kyle. What's the concert? It is a Finnish band who plays bluegrass covers of metal songs. Oh, that old trope? Yep. That tired old <laughs> gag. Yeah. <laughs> Hear it all the time on the popular radio stations that I listen to while I drive around on the weekends, flipping through that <laughs> yes, FM I, dial. Yep, all that Finnish bluegrass metal. <laughs> Too many stations stuff. with Finnish bluegrass metal. Yes. <laughs> Steve, I will be doing the opposite of that, and I will be, well, the opposite of that would be Swedish yeah. <laughs> jazz quartets. As... I don't know, but uh, not the opposite, but I will just be going straight to bed because I have to get up and like five hours very responsible, very responsible of, of me um all right so well, that sounds fun so anything else happened this week to you uh not much how about you anything going on in this wonderful world i don't know if i have mentioned on an episode before but have i mentioned that like when i drive to work in the morning at like five o'clock that there's a house i'm recording this on what's this march uh it's a 20 26 and even last week, I was driving by his house, and they still had their Christmas tree up in their in the window. You can see inside the yeah. Really? Have I mentioned this on the podcast? No, uh, you haven't. Well, I probably meant to, but I probably meant to mention this in like February. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so up until last week, they had their obviously a fake Christmas tree, but with the lights on it still. But I drove by Weird. yesterday, and it was it was gone. Huh. And so there you go. I'm I'm proud that they got rid of their Christmas tree finally. I don't know why you're proud. You didn't do <laughs> I'm anything. I'm proud but... that that my neighbors don't have a. <laughs> They're a weird bunch, though. I I think this house. It's weird because this house is like not. It, it it looks too modern to be in this neighborhood. That because this neighborhood is like 30, 40 years old, but it looks like it was mm-hmm. built. The house was like renovated in like the nineties, so it's got like that late or that nineties style of, of new houses. Right. Yeah. Really yeah. modern in so yeah. It's like with like these seventies houses with these like like a nineties house. Also, they're pretty creepy. Like I've driven by this before many times and like at like five o'clock in the morning there's just like all their stuff is out on their driveway and they got like the flashlights on hmm. their heads like going through stuff like i don't know if they're hoarders but i i think there's like something going down on this house 
add flashlights on their heads huh. yeah you know like the the flashlight heads yeah like like yeah, miners. like miners um but i check their ids they're able to go into bars um <laughs> so here's the crazy thing is like i've always wanted to like stake out this house like i'm an fbi agent or you know mm-hmm. the house across the street from this house is for sale <laughs> oh now here's what <laughs> Else, what I'm getting to is I saw that I was like, oh, it's for sale. This is kind of fun. What if I buy this house just so I can stay up at like two in the morning and just stake this house? Like, I there's like there's different cars Ooh. going around like all the time. There's something going on. It could be I don't know what it is. Right? Could be drugs. Could be a porn could studio. Be, I don't know. Could be g- 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 could ghosts. Be. But here's the thing about this house that's for sale. Here's a little fun segue. Is you know when you mm. when you walk by or drive by and you see the house like a realtor sign. And it's a it's a professional mm-hmm. photo of the person that's selling the house. Fine, right? So the house right. across the street has the realtor sign up with the picture. It's not a picture. It's a couple, and it's not a picture. It's a caricature that you would get at the state what? fair. <laughs> <laughs> I am not joking. I I should take a picture of this and put it on our social medias, and I'll block out the names. But I'm not joking. Sure, sure, yeah. It's the caricature of a husband and wife realtors trying to sell this house. Now, Steve, if wow. you were going around to buy a house and you saw this sign, would you want to buy from them? Not at <laughs> all. I don't buy houses from cartoons. Exactly. I mean, we could talk about cartoons. That's what we do. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. But... Yeah. <laughs> I just thought those little two things, that was uh, that was my fun little thing. All right. I, I would put it in there. I don't know. I just was trying to get your two cents out of this. Yeah. I, I, I think you should buy the house. So so I could stake out. Or at least we could we could turn this yeah. into our podcast studio. Oh, that would so be we good. could sound professional and not sound and... like we're across state border state lines. It's only like seven miles or if something. If there was a straight line from my house to your house, it would take ten minutes to get to. Huh. Yeah, it's like only eight miles. Yeah. Like a straight line from my house to your house. It's like eight miles. But right. you know, there's other roads and stuff like that. It would take it takes twenty five minutes. Why yeah. won't the states just make a road? Straight, straight road. roads. All right. I like it. Um Steve, I got some we didn't talk about this last week. Uh oh, the yes. merger, which we happened at midnight on when we were recording last episode, but uh Disney and Fox is official. Uh right. Fox is now Disney. Um Right. So Marge is a Disney princess. Sure. I- I'm kinda getting sick of that quote or you know, people like, Oh, you know, okay. Princess Leia now Disney Prince Okay, Disney okay, Princess Leia can't be a Disney princess because she's a legit princess. And Marge is not a princess. <laughs> um Ask Homer. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. It, she's a queen. In this episode Homer's the queen. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> we'll get to that but um that wasn't the Ooh. whole the, the thing i would talk about but the thing i wanted to talk about with this merger is um because disney's coming out with a disney plus a streaming app right so they're gonna have mm-hmm. they're releasing the vault so all the disney movies will be on oh. this app um song of the south Maybe not. <laughs> okay. They're just going to lead with that one. Like, guys, Song of the South. That's all we're going to show. <laughs> Pay nine ninety nine a month for Song of the South. Um, I wouldn't be surprised actually if they do put that there, but it would be heavily edited. The thing yeah. is, it's just with like red maga hats on <laughs> yeah. the characters. With the the crow. I, I swear, I think I probably I probably watched Song of the South in elementary school. I, I I've seen it though. I just because that that's the one that has zippity doo right? I think maybe. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Um, but the point I was trying to get to, so yeah, they're gonna have all the Marvel movies. So now that they have acquired the Fox rights, um, we're not a Marvel right. podcast. We should be because I'd probably get more listeners that way. Um, but you <laughs> haven't seen most of the movies. All right. Nope. 
I gave up after Iron Man one. Guys, if you want Steve and I to talk about Marvel movies, just um, I'm a, I'm an expert, and I'm not an expert at all. Um, I've watched all the movies, and I watch like uh, the the latest Thor and the last Avengers movies like all the time now because they're just so good. Um, I did see the last thirty minutes of the latest Avengers movie. Well, you need so I think I got it. All right, you need to watch Thor. Okay, watch Thor Ragnarok. You don't need to get anything. That movie okay. is legit funny. It's a good movie. Okay. It's on the Netflix. Um, check it out. Uh, but what I was getting to is the um, with this, the streaming service and like FX now does the you know the Simpsons. But do you think there's going to be a world mm-hmm. where the Simpsons will be on this Disney streaming app? Oh, that seems quite possible. Because uh, I don't have cable, so I mean, yes, I do. I have cable, so I can watch these episodes on FX Now app. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. I <laughs> Do you think there will be a time when, will, like, will the Simpsons movie then and the Simpsons series be on this Disney streaming app? And if it was, do you think that would be like a huge um, sell point for the Disney? Be like, if if you're not a absolutely, yeah. I would, you know, just I'd probably subscribe to that just uh, on the basis of the Simpsons being on there. Yeah, that could be fun, and I would watch some Ducktales. Oh, I'd watch uh, what, uh, like King of the Hill. Is that was that a, is that a Fox? I mean, I was always on Arrow Fox, but was it produced by them? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, it was, and that was a good show. It's actually all on yeah. Hulu now. Well, Hulu is also like I think Disney owns like eighty percent of Hulu. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I feel like in six months we're just gonna be like, yeah. I, I feel right. like this app though with Disney, like I feel like Netflix is. This is could be. They're saying like this could be the end of Netflix. Wow, that seems because the only thing crazy to me. But, but I'm saying the only thing that Netflix has going for them is their original programming. But yeah, that's how true. many of Netflix original shows do you watch? Uh, quite a few actually. Um, my wife is watching Sex, Sex Education for about the fourth time I've now never seen it. in yeah. the other room. It's a funny show. It's I know the show. Uh, Agent Scully's on it. Fox yep. property, Mulder Fox property. <laughs> hey you. Um, yeah, the only ones I think I currently watch is uh, the Stranger Things and uh, uh, the la- the latest one that came out with um, uh, Russian Doll. That was the only ones I. I really watch. I haven't watched Ozark, which I know is supposed to be good. Um, yeah. I don't know. Bojack Horseman's The only thing show. I watch now on, on Netflix is uh, West Wing and in The Office. <laughs> you know, I watch old TV shows, <laughs> Frasier and Cheers and all the old Star Treks. So you watch, so if there was an NBC app that only played <laughs> things from 1995 to 2005, well, it'd be 80, you'd pay $9.99 a month. Well, there is an NBC app and it's free, but there's commercials with the episodes. But that's fine. It's yeah. free. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think that was a little Simpsons news that I had to talk about. That's good. Um, yeah. One more thing I want to get to before we get on to this episode, because the rambling. Mm-hmm. I want to talk more about um, the, the listenership of this episode of the the series that we're doing uh the app that you hear us do ads for and how we record this is through the anchor.fm slash start there was a free plug right there but yeah anchor is what we're using they updated their app recently and you they have analytics of seeing where people are listening from it's a lot of fun Looking at it, it was like 70% was the United States, which we're recording from, which understandable, I think. Um, and then we had a bunch of like Asian countries, which mm-hmm. I discussed this with our producer slash uh, intern, Heather. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we discussed that we're, this is th- these are probably VIP VPN accounts or <laughs> you know, you familiar with VPNs. I'm not so, exactly. I know the so term. So it's like but... if you're if you're in Portland, but you don't want your internet company, so you can like download things. Eat, oh, but they, you don't want your IP address to be associated with that. It'll make a fake IPN address 
to somewhere else. So I'm huh. assuming that these like Malaysia and, and these other country, uh, Thailand that are, are listening to us, there's not actually listeners there. It's these people actually in the United States that are too embarrassed to download this episode. <laughs> They're like, Ooh, I don't want my, 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 my server to know that we're downloading this ep- this podcast. So that's my theory. <laughs> but the second place was New Zealand. Now this, I think, mm-hmm. might be real. I do know that New Zealand does have a large uh, Simpsons audience. Yes, there's a Simpsons podcast uh, based on Australia, which, you know, isn't that just pretty much New Zealand at this point, right? Uh, Are we going to get in trouble for that? Good, because I want... We just lost our... We just lost our Australian and New Zealand <laughs> well, listeners. I'd say there's a, uh, there's a way better podcast called Four Finger Discount, which is a Simpsons podcast, but they're based out of Australia. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe it's some of those listeners of that podcast are listening to us. Could be. I'm Very sorry. Possible. I apologize to the New Zealand listeners, which Australia was like number three, so... That's why I group them together. But that's fine because you could group you could group us with with Canada. That's fine because we're pretty much the same. Yeah, I don't know if Canada would feel the same way no, right about no. now. No, definitely not. Uh, but I'm a huge fan of New Zealand. I I, I love yeah, those walking, talking wizard movies that Peter Jackson made. Yeah, they're uh, exciting. Um, let's make it a joke. And... I love. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So I one of my goals in life is to actually do the tour and visit all the you know like hobbiton and mountain doom and all those places that they actually filmed at interestingly enough my sister-in-law moved to new zealand oh weird yeah like we didn't even talk about this but yeah she moved from hawaii to new zealand (laughs) like literally two fun islands you know just (laughs) yep that's that's amazing oh well you know what um to our eight new zealand listeners uh we want to come out there um actually if there's actually any new zealanders that are really listening to this please contact us at 138simpsons at gmail.com or tweet at us at 138simpsons we want to hear from you yeah we'd love to hear Uh, from you we want uh our new zealand correspondent steve you sent me a, a clip of the australian episode oh yes i discovered this on twitter because i follow bill oakley heard of him and he didn't know about it. I didn't this, either. But it's basically a whole scene I, that was cut from the Australia I feel episode. Like was this this was intended to be the original ending of the episode? Because I think it ends so, yeah. Guys, Steve. We can put a link on Okay, we're going to put a link up to Twitter. This was like the, I'm going to assume the original ending to the Australian episode. And if you watch this, it's pretty, I want to say messed up, but it, it should be an just, example of like not what to do, but they have, right. they they did the same jokes of the the instead of the knife and uh, that's not a knife that's a spoon joke they did a different joke with the I don't know you guys got to check it out it's crazy it's bonkers yeah it's like seeing a whole like five minutes of New Simpsons right in in a really golden era and it's just strange yeah. I have to agree, um, especially like spoilers. The end of the episode, they blow up Australia. Literally, Australia yeah. blows up, and that's all I'm going to say. So, uh, Steve, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you in charge of these social media. So make sure you put the link in uh, the description. I will do this week. Um, I think that's it. All I wanted to talk about. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention? I think that's it. Let's uh, move on to what was going on when the episode that we're talking about was being Oh, aired. yes, Steve. We were in the wonderful year of 2003. April 13th is when this 2003. aired. 2003. All right, Steve. On this day, April 13th, 2003, here's what happened. Not much. 
But um, <laughs> the 49th British Academy Television Awards happened. Alistair McGowan's uh-huh. Big Impression won for Best Comedy and Spooks for Best Drama. Steve, did you ever watch any of those? Nope. No. Um, ha- yeah. Missed that. Uh, this is, again, the segment sponsored by HonestDay.com. And then the 67th U.S. Masters Tournament, Augusta National uh, Golf Competition. Mike Weir wins his only major title in a one-hole a one playoff over Len Matisse, only Canadian to win a major and first left-handed Masters champion. How about that, Steve? And he, That's pretty good. And you know, Craig, we were talking about New yeah. Zealand, and sadly, Possum <laughs> Bourne, the rally car uh, driver from New Zealand, passed away on that day. In not the, Possum. In 2000. I know. I'm going to name my first born after Possum. <laughs> What a horrible name. All right, Steve. Um, I'm going to tell you what uh, was popular in the box office. The number Alrighty. one movie was, well, it was your favorite movie. Your oh, favorite yes. movie, of course, being Anger Management with uh, uh, Adam Sandler, which we've talked about him earlier, and uh, Jack McCollison. Yes. Uh, I made $42 million. Steve, do you ever see Adam Sandler, Jack Nicholson, Anger Management? I don't think I did. I didn't either, because again, it's one of those movies uh, past my uh, Sandler days, right? Yeah. Uh, that was coming in with uh, number two was Phone Booth. What's that? Oh. I know what the movie is, but what's a phone <laughs> booth? Um, it was a movie. Hobo Urinal, Hobo that's Urinal. what it is. That's right. Um, number three was What a Girl Wants with, uh, was that Amanda Bynes? I believe so. House was number four. Don't know that one. Number five was A Man Apart. Number six, Head of States. Chris Rock. Seven, House of a Thousand Corpses. Chris Rock. Rob Zombie. Number eight, The Core. (laughs) Number nine, the Best Picture winner of 2003, Chicago. Never saw it. Hmm. Uh, Number seven was Basic. Y'all Basic, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Your second favorite movie was... uh, We don't go to number 11, but... I got to put this in your second favorite movie, of course, was Agent Cody Banks. Oh, yes. Um, man, a lot of these years, just like looking at this, going back in time, looking at the movies, movies have gotten so mm-hmm. much better. But somehow yeah. they've gotten worse. All right, Steve, what were we listening uh, to in 2003? All right, your number one song for that week is In the Club by 50 Cent. I think that song was popular uh, the entire year. It was probably number one, right? Yeah, it was. It was a really popular song. Familiar with it because um, it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two uh, was "Ignition" by R. Kelly, Ooh. which I don't think we'll be hearing <laughs> too much more. Yeah. Um, number three was "Get Busy" by Sean Paul. P. Diddy. <laughs> Number nope. <laughs> <laughs> Number four was uh, "Picture" by Kid Rock. P Diddy and Cheryl oh, uh, I just saw a picture of Kid Rock with Kurt Potus wearing a uh, golfing, and he was wearing a uh, um, American flag pants. So there you go. Wow, that's a lot of ugly. Uh, number five, "When I'm Gone" by Three Doors Down. Okay. Uh, number six, "Miss You" by Aaliyah. And we Aaliyah, miss you. <laughs> we miss you. Two tsunamis. Um, <laughs> Number seven, Be Beautiful by Snoop Dogg, featuring Pharrell and Uncle Charlie Wilson. All right. Uh, number eight is How You Gonna Act Like That by Tyrese. You act like the way I want to act. Yeah, don't tell us yeah, what to do, on. Tyrese. And Excuse Me, Miss is a song by Jay-Z. 
And rounding out your top 10 uh, is 21 questions by, once again, 50 Cent, featuring Nate Dogg, who I think might be dead. R.A.P. Nate Dogg. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We could look it up, but... Don't want to. We're not going to. Yeah. And those were your songs. I approve. (laughs) All right. Not going to say anything else about that. All right, Steve, let's get on with the episode Um, this week. Well, we usually take a break, don't we? Yeah, we should probably take a break. But when we come back, we'll be talking about Three Gays of the Condo. And we're back. Steve, let's get on with this week's episode of The Simpsons. All righty, Craig. Today we are talking about Three Gays of the Condo from Season 14, Episode 17, originally aired April 13th, 2003. It is number 308 in the whole entire show run. Your nerd code is EABF12. Your showrunner is Al Jean. Your director is Mark Kirkland. And it is written by one Mr. Matt Warburton. Uh, Matt Warburton? I loved you as putty on Seinfeld. He's great as a oh, tick, and too. And the voice of Joe on Family Guy. This is a shame. It's a shame yeah, yeah. he changed his name yeah. to uh, Patrick, but whatever. <laughs> it's probably originally Matrick, oh, yeah. and then he just... Oh, that's such a... Yeah. Ugh, I hate that name, Matrick. It's so common. <laughs> How many yeah. Matricks did you go to school with? Uh, dozens. I hate it when you're, like, at the uh, gift shop, and you see the Matrick <laughs> license oh, plate. Oh, you know, you're like, oh, my son is also named Matrick? <sighs> yes. Simpsons. Hey, we're trying to keep it on brand. <laughs> that's right. So your couch gag for the week is the Simpsons are deep fried, dumped on the couch, and then salted as though they were fast mm. food. Kind of sounds good. I love a deep fried Simpson. Steve, if you were to eat a mm-hmm. Simpsons, which Simpsons would you eat? Well, I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts on this. So I think the knee jerk reaction would be to say Homer because he's Fatty goodness, yeah. Right. And, you know, some uh, devil's advocate might say Lisa because she's a vegetarian, so it'd be leaner. Mm-hmm. Gra- Grass-fed, yes. And, exactly. and veal-like, but, right? Well, this is my point. You want uh-huh. veal, you gotta go with Maggie. Oh. She's It's a lean yeah. and tasty. She's probably been just, like, breastfeeding, right? So she's just getting mother's milk. <laughs> is that... Is she still breastfeeding? I, was, I don't know. I've never actually seen Marge breastfeed Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> How come they've never animated that? I mean... Yeah, Craig. Why haven't they done that? I just, all right, let's continue on this episode. All righty. If you want to see Marge <laughs> breastfeed, hashtag Marge breastfeed. Maggie. Not, not Marge yes. breastfeeding. And... <laughs> but okay, hashtag Maggie breastfeed mommy. There you go. All right. And also email that to Matt Warburton. <laughs> and his twin Get brother, Patrick. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Steve. Um, our so, next time we we make up an episode, it's gonna have to involve breastfeeding somehow. Dear Lord. Okay. <laughs> uh, are, we, are we are we are we done with this episode yet? I think I might be done. Uh, all right. Well. No. No. We'll we'll power right. through and get to the opening oh, scene. We're still okay. Let me hit play <laughs> at the opening all scene right. here because I like to play along. Yeah. With the home audience. All right. Indeed. So we open to Bart. Lisa and Homer sitting on the couch, and it turns out that it is their family Wednesday. I wonder what Mom came up with for this week's family Wednesday. I hope it's as fun as Pictionary was last week. Dad, we weren't playing Pictionary. That was an intervention to stop your drinking. So, no intervention this week. Instead, Marge brings out a jigsaw puzzle, aged 8 to 80, which leaves out 
a full Maggie and Grandpa. I, I love that scene. Uh, I know where I'm yeah. playing it, but because <laughs> it's a visual gag, anyways. But yeah, yeah, I I love the drawings. Yeah. It's uh um. I can also say when they pull. Oh, continue. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, so when uh, Marge pulls out the. Uh, That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Jumps out. Yeah. Uh, it's an old gag that I always always love when things fall out and, <laughs> and stop uh, falling out, then fall out some the, more. The, the, the tappy tapping of the of the box. Yeah. The tappy yeah. tappa tappa. Yep. Tappa tappa tappa. <laughs> Um, so the family gets real into this puzzle, spending several hours to, and before they know it, it's, it's the next day, and Marge says that they need to get them coffee because they've been doing this puzzle for so long. And a little uh, little Easter egg is that it says 420 on the clock, so if you enjoy the, the uh, marijuana. We call it the jazz cigarettes on this podcast. Uh, uh, yes. I want to go back to another little funny gag is uh, Millhouse. Uh, he's got his rock tumbler. <laughs> And oh, Bart yes. decided to stay at home instead of, uh, you know, getting that. Did you ever have a rock I tumbler? I did not. I, do they even make those anymore? Or Believe it or not, my dad. Okay, so this is a story. Let's go. Let's hear it. Uh, if it's really not much of a story, my dad bought me one because he thought they were the cool new thing in 1986. And he probably had one when he was your age in 1886. <laughs> exactly. My dad was <laughs> old. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, we we got a new runner. Yeah. All right. Uh, Four twenty, Steve. <laughs> yeah, jazz yes. cigarettes. Um, so we see the Simpsons moving along with this puzzle it, to the point where they're taking it to school, and Bart has uh, lunch or lunch pieces. Or, excuse me, jigsaw pieces in his lunchbox, and even Homer's friends start to worry about him. And so Lenny and Carl come over. Well, we got that great moment and... with. Uh... Nelson, Nelson. laughs and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you have to eat cardboard. Yes. What are you eating? Stuck? There oh, we go. Drywall? That's Something what I was like waiting that. for, Steve. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good Foley work with the chewing on the stucco or drywall. Yep. It was good. Um, so when Lenny and Carl come to check on Homer, they Homer hallucinates and they turn into jigsaw pieces. And so Homer tries to shove Lenny's face into the puzzle. Ow! My eye! I'm not supposed to get jigs in it! Which has become a running gag on The Simpsons with uh, Lenny's eye. And this is an early version of that, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, that I can, re- yeah, I can't recall this, but yeah, I think you're right. Because I think, like, really, this is kind of the seasons where Lenny and Carl become more of gag type characters. Right. They become idolized. But maybe and... not. Maybe like season like seven, they really start. It's very possible. If you know the answer, tweet at us at one <laughs> three Simpsons. Or, or don't. don't. No one does. All right. So they take the puzzle outside, thinking that they're done, only for Ned to point out that they think they're missing a piece. Ooh, that's quite a thingamajig saw. But it looks like you're missing a piece. Looks like you're missing a wife. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Following that, the Simpsons are looking high and low for the missing piece, and they're looking underneath the sofa, all over the house. Homer digs in the closet. He pushes back his the Mister Plow, Plow and the Pintels shirt. Bart, nice little uh, comment. Bart, Go ahead. Uh, re- uh, finds a dead gerbil on the couch, or is it a dead yes. hamster? I think it was yeah, a hamster. Like yeah. But then uh, Homer finds a box of Marge's memories, including a grand opening flyer of Moe's Tavern. Moe spelled M-E-A-U-X. So fancy. So fancy. And he looks on the back and he sees that Marge has written Ooh, a letter. Do you, do you want to read the letter or should I read the letter? Why don't you go ahead? In my Marge voice or just a normal voice? <laughs> for the sake of the fans, why don't you just go for I, your normal <clears> voice? 
Dear Homer, <laughs> this is my normal voice. I put on a voice for the podcast. Okay, that hurts too much. Cough button. <laughs> Why do we have a button that makes the sound <laughs> of people know. coughing? I'll never understand it. But everyone has the cough button. All right, so Marge writes this. Dear Homer, I can't believe you're making this the worst night of my life. You leave me sitting here all alone while you play video games with your Neanderthal friends. Tonight, I learned the two of us can't work. I don't want a life, a life of watching you get drunk, then holding back your long, beautiful hair while you throw up. Wait, guys, I'm reading this. This is actually a letter that my girlfriend just wrote me. Um, oh. <laughs> anyways, continue, Steve. All right, so that flashes back to uh, teenage Homer, drunk, playing Asteroids with uh, Lenny and Carl, I think. And uh, Marge, he asked Marge to feed him nachos. Have, have you had anyone then, ever feed you nachos? I don't, I don't think, think so. I'd want to. <laughs> no. I like to get messy with my nachos. You know, just, I don't like uh, a good nacho. Steve, the best way to make the nachos is you got to make layers. Mm. It's like lasagna. You put a little layer yep. of chips down, then cheese, and then some more of the like whatever if you want meats or olives and onions, whatever, and then another layer of chips, cheese. You just got to You got to layer. It's all about layering. I hate it. I I'm oh, sorry. I'm just gonna say I hate it when I go to a bar uh, or a restaurant and when you get the nachos, like everything's just on top, and then there's like like three pounds of chips. Yeah, like a yeah, pyramid. No, wrong. Yeah. So here's my tip for if you're All making right. it home. Steve's nacho chips. Take a baking sheet, put the chips out, and then you just bake You do layers, but just one layer of chips, layer of cheese, layer of yeah. whatever. Throw it in the oven, and then don't put it on a plate. Put a towel down or something and eat from the baking sheet. Oh, Give yeah, no, that's that's what I do, too. I mean, I did when I ate chips, yeah. but yeah, exactly. Good stuff. Also, queso sauce is great. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite queso right now? Like, what brand? Um, We got one from a store, well, that we call the gross out, but uh, the grocery outlets, so they sell lesser brands. No, we go there. And yeah. I, I think we got a queso from um, there once, too. I don't remember the brand. It was a white queso, and it yeah. was really good. Had a good amount of heat, a really good flavor. I don't know what my favorite is. Um, Tillamook, I don't, they don't know if they make them anymore. It was for a hot minute. Tillamook had these little like queso packets where you had to add the milk, but you had like the cheese. Okay. You had, you had, a cheese, you had a cheese packet and like a little sauce mixture and you just throw it on. It was like fondue. Um, that stuff okay. was good. Oh, I do love myself some fondue. I'm yeah. into that. All right. Back to the episode. That was your uh, nacho. Oh, okay. Minute, or more like yep. nacho three minutes, but whatever. <laughs> um, so Homer gets real drunk and has to go to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. Who hasn't? It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Homer, modern day Homer, is digging through and he discovers that uh, two days later, Marge was pregnant. Bum, bum, bum. Do you think she ever had the kid? Um, I think, I don't know. Probably. Right, Steve, new episode idea. Marge was originally pregnant, but then got an abortion. But then they got pregnant again Ooh. with Bart. Do <laughs> you think that's a little too okay. uh, <laughs> too serious of an episode? That sounds like a fun episode. Okay, better yet. Yeah. Let's say they they had the baby, but then they had it adopted because they were only kids. Okay. <laughs> Don't. Um, it was. <laughs> Go ahead. I uh, know. Uh, 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 you want to talk about abortion on know. this podcast or politics or religion? Come on. Well, we're not a political okay. podcast, but, but but we are um, a religious one. I changed our settings in iTunes that we're actually a religious podcast, oh. so it's not not our. Well, TV. I am a snake handler, so. <laughs> All right, that's good. Uh, so Homer feels that he ruined Marge's life and become becomes upset and indignant, feeling that their marriage is a sham. 
and then he becomes kind of a dick. Uh, Homer Dick is normal this year. Uh, season nine is when he became... <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I said... Homer being a dick is kind of normal. Homer dick. <laughs> Maybe I cut out of the, wow. the audio there. Oh, wow. So, so far... Homer dick. <laughs> we've got... You've got Mark breastfeeding. <laughs> and getting an abortion. Getting and an Homer's abortion. dick. Okay. This is a great episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think I watched this episode on Pornhub. <laughs> you may have watched a different episode. I think so. I think that you were just looking up three gays on Pornhub. Yeah. And you that just where happened, we get the episode? Luckily, fall upon uh, Simpsons. A Simpsons yeah. episode. So I must have. All right. Okay. Who made you judge Judy and executioner? All right. So that contains one of my favorite lines that somehow I use anytime I talk about a courtroom or judging anything. anything. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, judge Judy and executioner. It's just it rolls off the tongue. And it's one of those great Simpsons lines that go so far beyond that you don't even realize that it's from the simpsons anymore it just becomes in your head because i don't know that i knew it was from this oh i didn't either it's uh yeah such a great line i love it uh could it be the contender for my favorite line maybe hmm we'll see so he homer moves in with uh kirk van houten uh, millhouse's dad to live in the bachelor harms uh another dark joke where there's a sign that says three days without uh suicide and then you hear a gunshot and the sign changes to zero uh, welcome to my place. I just have a few rules. If you see a necktie on the doorknob, I'm with a lady. You don't have a doorknob. I don't have a tie either. Just go label your food. Homer thinks about coming home, but then he sees this mysterious news box advertising an apartment for like $450. In 2003? No, that's still a pretty good pricing, yeah. That's true. Um, so then we cut to the Springfield Gay District. <laughs> Where he runs into and Smithers. And this time, still, Smithers is still in the closet. I, you didn't see me, but I was doing the quote marks. But um, Yeah, you can you hear, hear it. it. He does, I think <laughs> Smithers does eventually, like in the series, he does come out, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think he's currently We'll, we'll get to that. Um, should, we, should we talk about yeah. the uh, storefronts in the gay district? All right. Yes. What were some of the titles, Steve? We have Alternative we had Nice Armistead's Titles. Armistead's Mopeds. Fab Abs. Stonewall Bakery. <laughs> I understand three of those. <laughs> um. Explain Stonewall Bakery to me. <laughs> well, there was a Stonewall uh-huh. event in San Francisco. Uh-huh. There was a site of a huge protest, and it's actually Stonewall, not Stonewall. That's a typo in the notes. Uh, yeah. So our intern should. Uh, no, that's it. Heather. I thought that's she was the same a thing. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so Homer moves into the so, apartment with uh, actor Scott Thompson and Latino guy Grady and Julio. Uh, Latino guy, I think, is uh, Hank Azaria, right? Uh, It is, yeah. Homer, before you move in, you should know that Julio and I have an active social life. Me too. I'm a member of this club where if I eat one more sub sandwich, I get a free sub sandwich. You probably saw the ad, but this guy used to be fat, but now he's just ugly. That joke didn't (laughs) age well. Um, But Homer fits in. He feels comfortable with the boys. He can walk around naked. And then the guys decide to give him a makeover, and he just totally lives up to the uh, lifestyle. And so he visits the uh, family, and Marge isn't quite ready to accept his apology. And so Homer just lifts it up, and he goes to the club, which is called One Love Night it. Stands. Yep, and he, he just dances. He dances oh, like a that fool. Ana- that yeah. animation of him dancing is so good. I love it. It's, it's kind of inspiring, it is, right? Because <laughs> he seems so like self-fulfilled yep. and so happy he's, with himself. He's come out of 
I, you know, I didn't mean it like that, but like it, you know, I guess exactly what I meant. He's come out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he seems very, very like yeah. in it, and I, I enjoy too. that. I didn't think it was possible, but watching him makes me more lesbian. Lesbian? This isn't my army reunion. You're coming home with me. Yes, Colonel. So yeah, Mole Man is in the army now. It's uh, I don't know. It's one of my favorite clips. It's just. <laughs> Yes, Colonel. You're coming home yes, with me. Colonel. Yes, Colonel. Uh, great, great clip. Great scene. And also, I wonder if those lesbians were the same lesbians that were in the uh, airplane or the lesbian bar where. Oh, Homer tries to find <laughs> yeah. This, you know what I'm uh, talking about? Yeah. Wait a minute. There's something off about this bar. Wait, was it? This lesbian bar doesn't have fire exits. <laughs> Just... Enjoy your death <laughs> trap, ladies. Was that, from? That, was, uh... that was. Homer tries to find a new. Yeah. Is that the one with Lurleen? No. Because he t- tries to find a new bar. Is it that old? Oh my god, guys, we, we don't watch the Golden Age anymore because we're stuck doing the, these episodes. Because he goes to that pilot bar. No. It, yeah, I'm you're wrong. wrong. It's it's the one where, like, oh, you fly boys. <laughs> you sure know how to make a joke. Boys crack me up, and I said, yeah. yeah. Um, there's like our two listeners are like yelling at us right now, like, it's this episode. Trust me, I do it with other podcasts yeah. I listen to. Me All too. right, let's be dumb and keep going here. We're almost done, guys. Although we really aren't, yep. which is funny because like this episode, it it's it keeps going though. That's what I say about this episode. Yeah. So in uh, twist, Marge hires Weird Al Yankovic. Heard of him to uh, woo back Homer. Craig, what are your thoughts on Weird Al? <sighs> He's a little weird. Yeah, a little, strange. A little dement. <laughs> Okay, that was a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's we- weirdo out right fine. now, so... Yeah, that's right. from Dr. Demento. If you don't know that reference, that's fine. We'll continue. Uh, Steve, I'm a huge, Deep huge cut. Weird Al fan. So this it's amazing that it, it waits till 14 seasons for Weird Al to make a cameo, right? Yeah, I feel like if you were uh, especially a nerdy male... Mm-hmm. Growing up in the 80s and 90s, you were kind of required to have at least a phase, but always like Weird Al. Oh, I mean, UHF, I still think, is one of my favorite comedies. Absolutely. I actually watched it not too long ago, and it's It holds great. up. Like, it's... I used to rent that, like, all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it still, but, like, if it's on, you know, just throw it on. Such a great... I mean, the ensemble cast, too. Of, like, so many great performers yeah. you had. Uh, Fran Drescher and... Uh, Michael Richards, Emo, Emo Phillips. Phillips. That that scene is like my favorite scene of just call me Mr. Butterfingers. Uh, also, Billy I just Barty. need to shout out how wonderful Emo yes, Phillips great. is. Uh, I bought his record yeah. recently, like his like one from the 80s, and it's like one of my favorite possessions. It's, it's He has, uh, again, we're not a political or religious podcast, but his joke about the religion of like the... The best it joke is ever? the best joke ever. <laughs> it's the... Um, uh, it's his version, I think, of the aristocrats joke. Exactly, but it's, it's funny, a, which is a nice exactly, change of pace. But it is, I think it's like that joke you could also make aristocrat style of like any comedian could take that joke of like yeah. the guy who's going to jump off the bridge. What religion are you? you know, if you if you ever heard that joke, just type in like on on YouTube, Emo Phillips religion joke. I'm sure that's it'll pop up. Yeah, it's it's a fun slow burn. But um, yeah, you're in for a treat. Homie, I tried to tell you how I feel, but I can't find the right words. Maybe he can. Weird Al Yankovic. Homer, Marge wrote me about what happened. 
and as soon as her check cleared, I was on the first reasonably priced flight here. Did you ever get the parody songs I sent you? <sighs> yes. Which one was better? Living La Pizza Loca or Another One Bites the Crust? They were pretty much the same, Homer. Yeah, like you and Ellen Sherman. So Marge asks Homer on a date to reconcile, and Homer says yes, but he's a little nervous because it's been a while. Been a while! So, thank you. Um, the boys ask him to get drunk on margaritas while getting ready. Margarita? That's Mexican for Marge! I like that quote because I, I said this before when I am in like a Mexican restaurant. I always, when I order a margarita, I'm like, ooh, I'll have a uh, Mexican Marge. Um, <laughs> I say that to myself because I told my SO that, oh, I say this all the time. She's like, no, you don't. I'm like, I swear I do, but I think I would just say it to myself. Homer goes to not medieval times but a place that's quite similar, and he's a little drunk and late, and so Marge storms off, leaving Homer sad. I have some royal proclamations. We welcome Cub Scout Troop number 102. We wish a happy birthday to Karen, and congratulations to Marge and Homer Simpson on their reconciliation dinner. <gasps> oh, sorry I'm late. The Velvet Mafia made me a margarita I couldn't refuse. Goodbye, Homer. I tried to save our marriage, and you just get drunk and spend the whole night with your homosexual boyfriends. Riven Lovejoy, Mrs. Lovejoy, Principal Skinner, Duffman. Brady comforts Homer. Fact is, certain people just aren't right for each other. You gave it a chance, it didn't work. At least, you tried. But it was Marge, my first and only love. I'm like David Spade without Chris Farley, alone and useless. Oh, Homer, a guy as cool and special as you will have no trouble, believe me. Wow. Wow. I never realized you felt about me that way. We should really take some time to talk and... I just end up hurting you! They made a David Spade, Chris Farley, or David Spade joke. I'm not sure you're a big fan of those two. Oh, yeah. Mostly... (laughs) Mostly Chris oh, Farley. Yeah. But I do have to say, I don't like any of his movies that don't have David exactly. Spade. Exactly. So I think that joke worked at then, but David Spade's done Joe Dirt 1 and 2 since then. Yeah. And, you know, he's become uh, one of the Sandler lackeys. Uh, so if they ever make another Grown Ups, he's good. Have you already go. seen those Grown Up movies? I have not seen a we one. We watched, we tried watching one of the first Netflix Adam Sandler ones. So I think it was the Western one. Mm-hmm. I think it through like the first like three minutes. It was god awful. Hmm. Well, I think it's not really a secret that he just does it to hang out with his friends and go on vacation. Yeah, I guess so. And it, if he can get it, uh, get it. And also his last, uh, Adam Sandler's uh, last special was. I heard really good. that the, the Netflix special was supposed to be really good. I, I was never as big into him as other people were. I, but I thoroughly enjoyed I it. I enjoy the, um, like, I mean, like the Billy Madison, the Happy Gilmore, and that was about it. I liked yeah, uh, the wedding. I agree. Dinner. Punch yeah. Truck Love was good. Um, I never saw Spanglish. Uh, that was about it. Never saw Little Nicky. Yeah, yep. you know what? That's our Adam Sandler second, so let's continue. Yep, a lot of seconds in this <laughs> Many episode. seconds. Um, Many sucky seconds. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And so Grady kisses Homer, and then he Ooh. runs off, going to Moe's. And he realizes that drinking is really the root of all of his problems. Horrible. Yeah. Craig, do you know anything about that? Wouldn't know a thing. <laughs> Continue. That was supposed to be drinking right. an alcoholic beverage, but it sounded a lot uh, yeah. Different. We 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 nope nope. We got <laughs> Damn it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mo drops him off at the hospital with alcohol poisoning, and Hibbert reveals that the first time Homer got alcohol poisoning, Marge stayed by his side, loving him unconditionally. Aww. You have that on tape? Mm, it was back when I thought the nurse was stealing sponges. <laughs> He's stable now. 
I'll leave you two alone. Only I was so worried about you. I was really mad at you tonight. But you're a good person, and that's what I see most of the time. Whatever problems we have, we have a lifetime to work them out together. So she didn't hate me. She married me because she loved me. And I still do. Marge, I never want to be apart from you again. Well, you'll never have to. That is the best kiss I've had tonight. Or was it? Homie, what are you thinking? Manly thoughts. Yes, and then Homer realizes that Marge loves him. Marge comes in. And we pan out to Hibbert watching his future. All I have left now are my tapes. She was stealing sponges. I knew it. All right, Steve. That was the episode. Yeah. So the pacing of the episode seemed weird to me. Like, in a weird way, it felt like a really short episode. And then, I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely felt that way to me, too. Like, like I said, there was a lot of... Um, it, it was You said it was the, the pacing, but I felt it was really fast-paced. So it was very much joke after joke after joke. Yeah, I think that's Which what I it is. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like this... I mean, after this was, what, 14 seasons, it's still trying to, like, show, like, how Marge loves Homer, even though he's the biggest jerk-ass right. on the show. So it's just more of the, you know, reiterating her love for Mar- or for Homer. But Homer yeah. also questioned his sexuality. Yeah, because even at the end, he says, that was the best kiss I got today. Anything else you have to think about this episode or say about this episode? Well, yeah, some uh, fun trivia. Uh, it won an uh, won an Emmy for an outstanding animated program. Um, I also saw that Harvey Firestone was supposed to reprise his role as Carl, uh, if you remember that character. Uh, but Firestone yes, felt that the script was a lot of clever gay jokes, and there just wasn't that Simpsons twist. Which is respectable, because that Carl character... Uh, he's an un- unsung hero, I think. Like, when you go back to look at some famous actors, uh, re- you know, doing a voice yeah. for Simpsons, Carl, I always thought the longest time that it was just actually Albert Brooks's voice, but it wasn't. Huh. Yeah. I never thought about that. I always, always thought it was a, an Albert Brooks, but eh, I was wrong. But yeah, <laughs> Carl, he needs to come back, right? Yeah. I like that he was kind of understated in, you yeah. know, he was, he was a solid character. I enjoyed him. Did you think... So besides, like, Carl coming back, is there any other characters that you would like to see come back? I have one in mind, and I'm surprised they um, haven't done it, and it's been a long time. I know that a popular one would be Hank Scorpio. Yeah, he should have been the villain of the movie. Yes, we know that. Absolutely. Um, we could always bring back uh, That's the one brother. I was going to say. I'm going to stop you right yeah. there. Come on, Danny DeVito. I mean, I, obviously, it's not his choice. He's, like, he's writing the episodes. But Herb, <laughs> I mean, that that calls for, like, make one more episode. You have, like, the trilogy of Homer's brother. Rule right? of threes. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's the one I want. I want Herb. Unky Herb. He needs Unky to come Herb. back. Steve, was there any other trivia you had for us? Uh, yep. One more. Uh, Weird Al had to re-record a line in the closing credits. The original line was, to the tune of Jack and Diane by yep. uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh yeah, we've got... Well, thanks for singing it. <laughs> ...a lot of time to feel. Why don't you pee before King of the Hill? But King of the Hill was moved to its 7.30 time slot and replaced with the show Oliver Bean. Oh, we should be do- doing an Oliver Bean podcast. <laughs> the Bean cast. What's Oliver yes. Bean? <laughs> was it live it was, if I believe it was, and I think it was kind of a took place in like the 70s with like a fancy boy <laughs> i don't know what a fancy um, boy is, but we'll continue <laughs> i just remember it being um so it, <laughs> it was 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Set in, set in 1962, the show follows the hilarious misadventures of an 11 year old boy in his blackie family. Well, I'm glad they cut that line because um, I think to keep the show with longevity and, and replay value, the other line of we're we're at a house saying had fun on the show, even though it was a brief cameo, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, um, really Steve, awesome. I got there's many reviews here, but I picked the top one. I got to read this out. Um, okay. This is from TV.com. Uh, it was a review written November 13th, 2009 by Dragon Dude 4. <laughs> All right. So uh, he says in his his review, uh, the title is some episode. This is sorry. It's hard to read this. I'm going to start again. <laughs> Some episode this is, this episode is to mess up man. In wow. this episode, somehow, capitalized for some reason, in this episode, somehow, Homer leaves Marge because Homer was so drunk and stayed with Marge at that time because she was pregnant with Bart. Then Homer meets these two guys and stay with them at their condo, only to find out that those guys are 100% gay guys. And Homer did something that <laughs> LMAO... It was so stupid funny to me. And then it all adds with one of the gay guys kisses Homer. That's not right, man. Then somehow this episode won an Emmy for what cause of this episode I don't get, man. Or do I? Or maybe it's all messed up, man. <laughs> uh, you got it? Couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I could read another one, but that was the best one. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. That should be the best. They, we can't uh, have that. Seriously, guys, look it up at TV.com. It's the first review. <laughs> I'm not that drunk in this episode, but that's how Talk Craig does. <laughs> yes. All right, Steve. Um, this episode. How many Bart spikes would you review? Would you recommend hmm. this episode? First of all, I would I recommend it. Um, I think all in all, it's it's chock a block yep. full of jokes. Um, just a lot of fun bits. And like you said, it is, I was saying that it's paced weird, but really I should say that it's just a really fast yep. paced episode. And so I, I was watching it and I didn't realize that, oh, we're like 17 minutes into the episode mm -hmm. because it went by so quickly. And um, we, but yeah, the jokes I are I think good. we missed a lot of like, there's a lot of visual gags in this episode too. And I think we kind of glossed Definitely. over a lot of it, but it's. Uh, one that I'm remembering off the top of my head is uh, about Homer walking on eggshells. Oh, yeah. And, I, yeah. I also, there's another one um, that we glossed over, too, where um, Julio and uh, Scott Thompson, where they're having breakfast with, with he's like, well, we subscribe to the New York Times. Like, the Springfield shopper is always gagging. Oh, I, yeah. I meant to, yeah, I meant to mention that, too, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's breaking full fourth wall, you know. with <laughs> And Bumblebee falls and sting. <laughs> yeah. uh, this episode, lots of good jokes. I felt yeah. like this is one of the better ones we've watched. It's yep. a solid episode, and um, you know we haven't talked about the cultural yeah. um, effect, but I think of the episode, it's very respectful, and you know I think it's good. Uh, I have to give it a solid seven. I'll, I'll do the same um, because I think we when we had interview or interviewed when we talked about Gorgeous Grandpa last week. I feel like uh, it, I don't know. I feel like this one was was better suited with with talking about like homosexuality, right? I because agree. Yeah, they, it, yeah, you know they. 
and they were real people, and it wasn't just a gag. Yeah, yeah, and it was exactly. Um, there was thought of another visual gag too is when he was trying on when Homer was trying on clothes, and the, the girl, girl like, and it's it, I love that Simpsons gag with like when when they when a male character puts pulls off his shirt like Willie or or Flanders and like they're ripped, but as soon as they put the their shirts on, they got the the little belly and. Yeah, because everyone's a yeah, little, fat boy. little fat boy. All right, it's. I'm glad we're in agreement to this episode. We gave it a little seven spike. Yeah. All right, um, Steve. I think it's time to take a break. We're gonna come back, and um, I got something new for you. Ooh, All exciting! Right, so stick around, and we'll be right back. That's a story about Homer and Marge, two folks I helped out for a nominal charge. After Homer went gay, they patched up their schism. But the dude never dealt with his alcoholism. Weird Al saying, oh yeah, the credits go on. Long after the viewer's interest is gone. Oh yeah, Weird Al had fun on this show. Even if it was just a brief cameo. And welcome back, Steve. I have an idea. I like ideas. Right. What's your idea, Craig? Last couple episodes, we've been doing the uh, let's make our own episode adventures, right? Well, yeah, it's been fun. And successful. well, with the uh, with the wheel out of service right now, it's in the shop. I decided to try yeah. something different this week for this episode. It is the last episode of March, um, and a big thing in March is March Madness. Yes. So I decided that uh, let's do a little March Madness fun. Let's make a bracket. I like that. So it's the closest thing I'll get to uh, betting. Exactly. Sports. So I decided to make a bracket for what episode we're going to watch next. And right. we haven't done an episode from season 11. Which is the closest to uh, the golden age. That That's we will correct. Do. So I made a bracket here with the help from the website. Steve, what's the website I got this from? Uh, where's make your bracket print your bracket.com <laughs> print your bracket. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have it up though. So print your bracket.com. And the thing is, uh, there was only 22 episodes in season 11. So they had the, they had an everything for like a 22 seed bracket thing. So it was, it was amazing. So now not every episode gets to be in the first round. So I chose from ranker.com. I chose the, the top, the top episodes that were ranked the highest, they get a buy, so they don't have to be in the first couple of rounds. So, and as a side note, we are not uh, placeyourbracket.com or ranked.com. Well, you're not, but I sure am. Oh, crap! I got a nice five euros. Oh. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, we are probably going to bore you to death. Uh, this is going to probably take like a half an hour. It's going to be like half the show of just doing this. Hearing Steve and I do a bracket game. But luckily, it's on the last half where you've already listened to the episode. So, you don't need exactly. to Exactly. So, this. skip forward to uh, – well, you just end it right now if you want to. But you won't know what episode you have to watch next week. Yeah. That's where we're going to be you. lost. Yeah. We're going to watch an episode of Lost. That's exactly right. <laughs> So we have. Sawyer. <laughs> so we have. Uh, should we get into this? Are you ready? Let's All right. Do it. So Steve and I already filled out our brackets, so it's not we're going to go through each one, but I will give a little description of each episode. Um, if in case we can't agree on an episode, we do have our producer Heather to. Um, she's going to be the uh, tiebreaker, the deal breaker, if needed. But I feel yes. like we probably will get through this together equally. I'm assuming. I would hope so. All right. So let's get to the first game, Steve. The first game of our season 11 bracket. Dun, 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 dun. Episode Faith Off. 
versus Days of Wine and Dozes. Steve Faithoff, if you remember, is Bart, is convinced he's a faith healer after he helps a mm -hmm. revivalist extract Homer's head from a bucket. I remember this. Days of Wines and Dozes is Homer is upset when Barty quits drinking. Bart and Lisa get into trouble when they enter a photo contest. Steve, I'll hmm. let you decide first. Which episode are you going with? Well, I don't care for either of these episodes that much, to be honest with Agreed. you. Um, but Days of Wine and Dozes did change the continuity for several years where Barney didn't drink. Yes. And for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to give the win to Days of Wine and Dozes. Uh, you're right about Barney, uh, uh, you know, being sober. But I think now, if you watch the current stuff, I think he's back to being an alcoholic. Yeah, he's back yeah. on the wagon. On, on the wagon. wagon. On the wagon. Uh, that's an episode of Seinfeld, Steve. Um, yeah, you know, I, this this is, was an easy one for me, too. I I think with the continuity, exactly. That's that's the one I would go with, too, is Days of Wine and Dozes. Uh, Faith off. You're gone. You're done. Eliminated. Bye. All right, let's get to game two. Game two, Steve. We have the matchup of Missionary Impossible versus mm -hmm. Eight Misbehaving. Steve, in Missionary Impossible, Homer, Homer is forced to become a missionary on a remote island after he pledges a large sum of money to PBS. And then Eight Misbehaving, uh, again, I think is another episode that uh, changes the course of The Simpsons. I'm not trying to see it here, but that's the episode where after Apu and his wife give birth to octuplets, they unwittingly allow themselves to become the zoo's latest attraction. All right, Steve, I will go first with my pick of who will win this episode. All right. Uh, it's pretty easy for me. It's eight misbehaving. Behaving. I uh, was never a fan of the Missionary Impossible episode, except for uh, I think there was that Elmo joke, the PBS yeah. joke. That was it. A uh, Betty White cameo. Yeah, but, the uh, Betty White. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Eight misbehaving has my pick as well. All right, we're on a good we're on a good roll here. Good start, Steve. Absolutely. Let's go to game three. That's uh, the Mansion Family, and that is when uh, Homer and the Simpsons. <laughs> Uh, they have to um, take care of uh, Burns' mansion. Mm -hmm. Yep. It has old person stink. Yes, it does. And one of your favorite lines, I know that. <laughs> and then we do pig, <laughs> Pigmolian. And that's plastic surgery transforms Mo into a ladies' man. Steve, I think we have probably uh, unanimous with this. Yep. Mansion family. Absolutely. All right. These first few games are going to be pretty easy. Uh, let's go to game four. On the other side here, we got Take My Wife Sleaze. Uh, that is the episode where Homer forms a motorcycle gang with his friends. Marge is right. kidnapped by a rival gang. Uh, that's got um, John Goodman in it, right? Mm -hmm. And then we got a great uh, title, Saddle Sore Galactica. <laughs> uh, Bart and Homer discover that horse racing is a treacherous business after they rescue a horse from the state fair. Um, and it also is one of the famous quotes from Comic Book Guy, which is worst episode. Worst episode ever. There, you do it. Okay. Uh, Steve, let's begin. What do you think? I got to go for Saddle Store Galactica. Oh. Oh, do we have our first disagreement? I wrote down, take my wife, Sleaze. Hmm. Oh. That's a tough one. Um... You might you see. I don't like either of these episodes, to be honest. Neither do I, honestly. Like I was just about to say that I wasn't gonna die on this hill because no. Um, mostly, I like uh, the worst episode ever bit and the meta commentary about how the Simpsons are owning a horse. Yeah, and they already did. Um, but 
we yeah, can we, we can get a uh, third party's opinion on this to see to settle our score and the verdict is in steve you win this round saddle sword galactica takes the bracket at game four thanks to our lovely assistant heather thanks heather um okay All right, let's go to game five Game five is Hello Gutter, Hello Fada. This is uh, Homer uh, becomes a celebrity by bowling a perfect game. Um, and then it's playing against Alone Again, Natural Dilly, and that's the famous episode of Mod Dying. Yes. So put it that way. All right, Steve. Game five. What do we got? I got to go with Alone Again, Natural Diddly, because, I know. figured, yep, I figured you'd say that much. It's a very, um, it's a very famous episode, right? You know, right. this is, it's, I don't say it it's a classic. the history of The Simpsons, so. Yep. All right. Let's go to game six. We got uh, Last Tap Dance in Springfield. Tappa, tappa, tappa. tappa, tappa. tappa. That's right. This is uh, Lisa enrolls in a dance school run by former child stars. Barton Millhouse camp out at a shopping mall for a week. And then Beyond Blunderdome is the uh, Mel Gibson episode. That's mm-hmm. all I always remember. So Homer advises <laughs> Mel Gibson about his new film, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. All right, Steve, I will go first. Game six. Mm-hmm. One of these days, we, this, these episodes will come up, but uh, I got to go with Last Tap Dance in Springfield. Really? I actually enjoy a lot of the jokes in that episode. Plus, there's an a, a story and a B story. Um. The tappa tappa tappa, although it's not as funny, it gets stuck in your head. I think uh, that's I fun. Did not like it. <laughs> I know. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'd say I didn't like it either. I just said it gets stuck in your head. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is that you might have to call over Heather again. Oh yeah. Uh, well, why 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 do you like Beyond Blunderdome? Process of elimination. Uh, I didn't particularly like Beyond Blunderdome, but I liked it more than the tappa 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 episode. That episode always bothered me for some reason. So, I mean, I like Barton Millhouse's story of staying in the mall. Kind of fun, yeah. There is some good things in Battle or the Beyond Blunderdome. I just um, I'm not a big fan of Mel Gibson as of late in the past you know, 15 years. Ah, just, you know, he's not a nice man, Steve. Is it Lethal Weapon 4? <laughs> it's Lethal Weapon 4. Um, hmm. You might... Uh, the dog at the end is pretty good. Uh, I yeah. like I like the Hollywood jokes that they make. Right. Um, Steve, you changed my mind. Okay. We don't need Heather on this. I will go with you. I will say Beyond Blunderdome. Fair enough. And yeah, to be fair, I don't condone Mel Gibson for anything he's ever done. All right. Um, we're we at Game 7. All yeah. right. It's on the other side of the bracket here. We got... Bart to the future versus Little Big Mom. Which Bart- I thought was Missionary Impossible for a minute. <laughs> yes, me too. Uh, okay, good. So, yeah, Little Big Mom is Lisa takes over the household after Marge injures, uh, is injured in a ski accident. But what it doesn't say in this description is then she tricks Bart and uh, uh, Homer. They think <laughs> they have leprosy and they go to um, a leopard island on Hawaii. Right. Uh, and then Bart to the Future. A glimpse into the future shows Lisa as president of the United States and Bart as White House freeloader. Um, this is an interesting matchup because these two episodes are god-awful. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're very uh, indicative of the era yeah. they're in. I don't care for them. Um, Steve, I went last time, so who's going to win in this round for you? I'm going to give it to Bart to the Future. I put Little Big Mom. That's fair. All right. I'll give it to you. Um, oh, you sure? We can get the... 
I'll concede because I'm thinking about it. And, you know, when Laura and I watched this episode actually kind of recently, like in the past two months. Yeah. And, you know, she was interested because they went to Hawaii. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the only reason. So we're going with my pick. Yeah. All right. Um, Spark to the Future has always has been considered um, on the list of not good episodes. I didn't uh, realize that it was so poorly reviewed. Yeah. If you go to Ranker, it's fine. Yeah. But. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure either of these episodes aren't going to be reviewed for next week. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Let's go to, let's go to, uh, episode or episode game eight. And that's Treehouse of Horror X, which is the 10th, which, yes. hey, could wait. We just did Treehouse of Horror uh, 20. Uh huh. Who knows? So, in that episode, um, uh, Homer causes. Uh, catastrophe at the nuclear plant. Bart and Lisa X-ray the Halloween candy, and the family murders Ned Flanders. Uh, better yet, is I know what you diddly did did. In the mm-hmm. Simpsons' fear, they have killed Ned Flanders, desperately seeking Xena. Uh, satirizes superheroes of yore with stretch dude Bart and clobber girl Lisa. And life's a glitch that he died just picks the upcoming horror of Y2K. Steve, remember that? Yes, I do. It actually says remember that in the uh, Simpsons booklet here. <laughs> um, so that's the treehouse. And then the next one is guess who's coming to criticize dinner? With Lisa's help, Homer uses his vast knowledge of food to become the town's leading restaurant critic. But when he gets... Uh, petty and vindicative in his criticisms all the other chefs in town try to kill him steve i'm pretty sure i think everyone knows what our answer is going to be because of how much fun we had with treehouse last time yeah um, it's criticized <laughs> i'm pretty sure you put criticized too right <laughs> absolutely but i have to say that well i did take that into consideration i also really enjoyed guess who's coming to criticize dinner i it's it's a really good episode oh no definitely that was an easy pick for me because that's yeah. I'm not going to say it. It might get pretty close to that. All right. Not going to say it either, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Episode. Episode. I did it again, Steve. We're going to game nine, and this is a big one. It's Day of Wines and Doses, uh, which we picked in the first mm-hmm. round against EI, EI, Annoyed Grunt. Homer and Bart grow highly addictive cross between tobacco and a tomato after moving to an old farm. Uh, I'll just say it. It's E-I-E-I Annoyed Grant, right? Absolutely. All right. Tomaco. This is getting, this is getting pretty, uh, we're, we're agreeing pretty, pretty much here. So I think this is the next game 10 is, uh, eight misbehaving and then kill the alligator and run. Uh, this is the episode where they go to Florida and Homer gets swept up in a spring break and actually then runs over a legendary alligator. I Steve, think we this got... contains one of your favorite lines. Um, here's the thing about this episode: it feels like it's so long. There's like, yeah. like, there's like three stories, but it seems like it goes on forever and ever. Um, also considered one of the worst episodes of The Simpsons. Right. Um, so, with that being said, <laughs> I gotta put "Kill the Alligator and Run" as my over eight misbehaving, even though I that the uh, same it, thing. It's it's one of those like it's a torturous one where. I don't want to watch it like it's like the Brazil episode. Yeah, I just gotta watch it for the train wreck. There is, yes, there. I, I won't get to the, my, one of my favorite jokes, and I've said it before, not in this podcast, but yeah. in personal life. Uh, so we won't get to it because you never know. This episode might might win. Eventually come up. It will eventually come up. All right, let's go to game eleven. That's the Mansion Family, and then we have another uh-huh. fan favorite. But can it beat the Mansion Family? Steve, that episode is Behind the Laughter. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a profile of The Simpsons, a la Behind the Music. People, if you remember that, Behind the Music was on VH1. Uh, Guys, if you remember profile show. If you remember VH1, it was on cable. If you remember cable, it was a service that you got through a wire on your TV as you paid for. And a minor Marvel character. Yes. 
And uh, there we go. So, Steve, what do we got? Mansion family or behind the laughter? Got to go with behind the laughter. I agree with you 100%. Let's go to game 12. Where is game 12? <laughs> is that uh, Saddlestore Galactica versus guess who's coming to criticize dinner? No, you're right. No, it's Saddlestore. It's Saddlestore versus Gift of the Magi. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. All right, so we got Saddlestore and Gift of the Magi. That was a seated one. So it was uh, a toy corporation urges the children at Springfield Elementary to develop the ultimate toy for Christmas. See, the what was Funzo. that toy? The Funzo. All right, you got Saddlesore versus Gift. What do you got? Don't care about much about either one of them, but I'm going to go with Saddlesore. Really? I went with Grift. That's totally fine. I'll accept your Grift. You sure? Yep. All right. Let's go to game 13. It's a mad, mad Marge. We'll be playing against Alone Again, Natural Diddly. Um, I think this might be a, a discussion one, Steve. So It's a Mad, Mad Marge is obviously a... Uh, Oh, it's a jilted bride moves in with Simpsons and Smothers Homer and the children with Motherly Love, Jerry Marge Mad. Uh, one of my favorite. I probably quote, say this quote all the time. Yep. That too. Um, shut up, Becky. Yeah, I think about it all the time. Um, it's not a great episode, but there's some funny Marge moments, and I like that. Yeah. But Alone Again, Natural Diddly is again. It, we already said it's a very um, prominent episode of the simpsons run and it would be a good episode for us to review because many people know about it so i as much as i love it's a mad mad marge i'm going back i'm, I'm saying alone again natural diddly beats mad mad marge steve what did you say i voted for it's a mad 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 marge all right um i think this one we need a yeah do we need someone to okay all right we're gonna bring our tiebreaker into the game everybody let's bring heather on gee heather you're not allowed on mic what are you choosing to go with alone again natural doodly natural diddly. sorry start over <laughs> no it's fine you heard that steve i yep. win okay so way to win alone natural diddly is the winner thank you heather all right so we are at game that was 13 game 14 we got beyond blunderdome and then brothers little helper uh, brothers little helper is the episode where bart's personality changes when he's given drugs to fight attention deficit disorder um so we got beyond blunderdome versus brothers little helper steve what do you got i'm gonna go with beyond blunderdome because brothers little helper is just a meh episode with maybe mark mcguire or something yeah that's know. the one uh, against um major league baseball um i did put down brothers little helper because um originally I had last tap dance but i guess i'll concede with you we'll go with beyond blunder dome oh right because i again brothers little helper wasn't that great i mean it, it eh, i have to look back at it but all right we're going to beyond blunder dome okay so let's do game 15 steve don't have to read any more descriptions we're down to the nitty-gritty here. Game 15, we got EIE, Annoyed Grunt, versus Little Big Mom. Um, I'll just go and say it. EIE, Annoyed Grunt is my totally. winner. Totally. Yep. All right. Game 16, we got Kill the Alligator Run versus Behind the Music. Steve? No question. Behind the laughter. All right. <laughs> I said Behind the Music. Okay. <laughs> 17, we got the Grift of the Magi. And then guess who's criticizing dinner? Steve, I put down. Guess who's criticizing dinner? Absolutely. All right. Now we're down to the last... Uh, well, these are the final four. See, I didn't make a big announcement. We are the final four, guys. All right. Game 18. Beyond Blunderdome versus Alone Again, Natural Diddly. 
What are you going with, Steve? Uh, I'm going to go with Alone Again, Natural Diddly. I agree. Down to the final two. E-I-E-I, Annoyed Grunt versus Behind the Laughter. I'm going to say it. E-I-E-I, Annoyed Grunt is my winner. I agree. This was like one of the Ooh. harder decisions I had to make on my on the whole bracket. But yes, E-I-E-I-O, Annoyed Grunt. All right. Last game, Steve. Guess who's coming to criticize dinner versus Alone Again, Natural Diddly Diddly Diddly. I'll start. You say it. That's right. It's your turn. Oh, okay. These are two very solid episodes. Yes. And I don't know that I have like a clear defined winner. So I I picked one. Well, you got to go with it. I am going to go with EI. EI. No, no, Steve. (laughs) We already did that game. (laughs) Oh. We're doing Guess Who's Criticizing Dinner (laughs) and Alone Again Natural Diddly Diddly. Oh, sorry. It's uh, totally Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner. Okay. Steve, did you just give away your uh, winner? Nope. Guess who's criticizing dinner versus EIEI Annoyed Grunt? Uh, no. All right. Well, this is the final game, everyone. Guess who's coming to criticize dinner versus EIEI Annoyed Grunt? Uh, do you want mine or? Yeah, let's go with yours. I got to say, this was going to be the episode I just knew I wanted to watch because it's a very, uh, it's a fun episode. Um, one of my favorites, actually. And after looking back, I changed my mind. Oh. That's right. It's going to be Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner is my winner of the Season 11 bracket. Steve, do you concur or do you disagree? I'm going to take it. I'll concur. Did you also write down Guess Who's Criticizing Dinner? I'll be honest with you. I did not write a final one because I had a hard time, so I wrote them both at different points. My last one, the one that I saved on this document was Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner. Okay. So let's do it. So we're in agreement that next week's episode is going to be a fun one because... We got to it. It's season 11, episode 3, Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner. Originally aired October 24th, 1999. Steve, we were still in high school when this aired. That's probably why we might like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Here, it was written by the one and only Al Jean. Al Jean. Directed by Nancy Cruz. Cruz? Cruz. Yeah, with Lisa's help. I already already said all about this, but um, yeah. Uh, There we go, everyone. We did it. It only yes. took like almost a half an hour to do this bracket, and I bet <laughs> everyone was bored to tears. But I think that's it. So, everybody, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the 108 Simpsons podcast. I've been half a host, Craig. And I've been your other half host, Steve. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to check us out on the social medias, the social medias, at 138Simpsons, and email us at 138Simpsons at gmail.com. All right. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye. It's the only worthwhile thing I ever made that wasn't Lisa. Prove me wrong, Silent Bob.